0: What is up, Nuggets Nation? It is Anilo Piro of Mile High Sports back at it again with the latest installment of our Denver Nuggets podcast. Hope everybody is doing well out there in the world, whether you're in Denver, whether you're in Colorado, whether you are in Europe, whether you're in, I don't know, Russia, China, wherever you are, I hope you're doing well. And uh, thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I am Anilo Piro. I'm doing all right here, recording at 9.37 on Friday, December the 18th hanging out here in the lovely Broomfield, Colorado, and just uh, no place I'd rather be here on this Christmas holiday than Broomfield, Colorado, back at home with the family. Uh, I say that tongue-in-cheek. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I actually am very happy to be back home. Obviously, you know, this wish the circumstances were a little bit better, you know, with what's going on in the world. But hey, man, you know, uh, home is where the heart is and where the family is, and I'm very happy to be home with my family. And uh just hope everyone has the opportunity to have a uh, wonderful and blessed Christmas wherever you are, whether you're with your family, whether you're with your friends, or whether you're unable to see them this holiday season. I just hope that, uh, you know, you're able to have a good, uh, a good one, you know, and you're going to have a little bit of Denver Nuggets basketball to help get you through it. So, uh, yeah, just, uh, an exciting time right now. It's always nice when we get to the, you know, the end of the end of the year, especially here in 2020, which has probably been the worst year for a lot of people here. So, um, here we are, though. So uh, just a lot to get into today. This is obviously the third podcast of the week. Hope you if you haven't done this yet. So the season has not started yet. Um, I did a podcast yesterday in which I had my first guest on the show, that being Jeff Morton, the King of Thornton himself. Do me a favor. Go to MileHighsports.com, Go to our Spreaker channel. Go to iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcast, And not even do me a favor. Do yourself a favor and listen to this podcast. I talk for about... Like obviously, I'm asking him questions, and we're conversating in the interview. But I did about a minute and a half intro and a minute and a half outro. Uh, The rest of the show is just Jeff and I chatted up and and conversating, and we had a fantastic conversation about the state of the Denver Nuggets entering this 2020-2021 season. Uh, Talked about a lot of topics, some of which we're going to kind of rehash out today, Uh, but. Look, I'm I'm going to be completely honest and transparent with you guys. So I covered the Nuggets back in what my first year on the beat was 2015 2016. Covered them for three and a half seasons, and then I transitioned full time to the Rockies. So I, I haven't been entrenched with the you know I, I took a step back from covering the Nuggets and just became more of a fan there for a minute. Um, so. It's one of those situations where I'm working myself back into thinking like a media member when it comes to covering the Nuggets and thinking, you know, critically about analyzing this team and not just, you know, sit on my couch and whatnot. So it was great for me to be able to talk with somebody like Jeff and lean on him and get his perspective as I, you know, kind of get the wheels turning into my head again about, you know, what is this Nuggets team? How do I want to cover them? You know, what do the people want to know about this team? and I think like I said we covered all the bases yesterday with Jeff uh, talking about Will Barton talking about Michael Porter Jr. and Bull Bull talking about Michael Malone's strength as a head coach uh, Jeff even gave out his over under prediction the Nuggets uh, over under total set at 44 and a half the fifth highest win total in the NBA and Jeff you know like I said, and I explain it in the podcast, so be sure to check it out. Um, You know, this is a guy that has been covering the Denver Nuggets for over 10 years now. I mean, we're talking about a guy that goes back to the Carmelo Anthony era, to the trade days. Uh, You know, he he sat through the Brian Shaw era and he was a pioneer in getting bloggers credentials. So, you know, the the Denver Stiffs, you remember the Denver Stiffs, you probably still, you know, probably listen to their podcasts and whatnot. But Jeff was a, you know, he was one of the founders of the Denver Stiffs and he was the first blogger, him and his crew to get credentialed. So, do me a favor go milehigh milehighsports.com spreaker itunes wherever you listen to your podcast and check that out it's a great conversation uh anyone that truly knows the denver nuggets knows who jeff morton is and knows that his opinion carries weight you know around the organization and amongst people that truly uh, are trying to learn about how the nuggets think and operate so do me a favor go check that out do yourself a favor check that out because you're going to be a better nuggets fan entering this season because of it but um want to give you guys a little bit of a tease for next week as well because you know if you've listened to the previous shows i've kind of talked about how we're using the rest of 2020 as a, a little bit of a runway you know it's a little bit of a guinea pig for this show we're brainstorming a new name we're we're gonna have like it's not gonna just be me hitting record talking and then hitting end record uh we're gonna this is gonna sound super super clean here in a minute i've, I've got all my segments built out we're gonna have segment intros and outros we're gonna have a total intro and outro for the show as well uh so we have a lot of stuff on the horizon But um, like I said, moving forward into the new year, you can expect this podcast, uh, uh, the Denver Nuggets podcast, at least three times a week. And I'm going to try to coordinate it with their games. Uh, But for next week, we're only going to do two shows. Um, being that it is the holiday season and, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, it's Christmas. Uh, I want to hang out with my family. I'm sure everyone's going to be hanging out with their family. So instead of the traditional minimum of three a week, you're going to get two next week due to the holiday. Um, but just wanted to throw it out there. So you can expect to show most likely Wednesday morning or Tuesday night. Not sure when I'm going to do that. And then Friday as well, which is going to be Christmas Day. So like I said, I'm going to try to line it up with the Nuggets games moving forward this season. And, and that's on purpose because... Like I said, if you listen to my little introductory podcast, you know how i've been talking about how i want to take this podcast in a different direction and one way i think we can do that is incorporating betting into the mix so obviously there's tremendous value in putting out a podcast before the games especially if we're going to hit on it from a betting perspective and what what do you you might be wondering you know what do you you mean hit on it from a betting perspective so here's what i'm thinking i've been brainstorming for a couple of days and i definitely want to get you guys' opinion so if you want to follow me on social media hit me up at media by ap definitely want to get your guys' opinion like i said because this is going to be an interactive show and we're going to win money together. We're going to lose money together. We're going to sweat bets together. It's going to be great. Um, But you can expect before just about every game here, I'm going to be trying to give it out my game picks. I want to try to analyze each and every game from a betting perspective. Look at the line movement, look at the spread, the over under total, and then, you know, kind of come to consensus, uh, you know, using some data, using some analytics and also just trusting your gut and, and making some picks for the Denver Nuggets this season, because I don't I'm not one to bet against my team. So I am for better or for worse, I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan when it comes to the NFL. And as you guys if you follow the NFL, you know that the Dallas Cowboys have been absolutely awful this year. And I broke my rule this year because I thought that the Cowboys were gonna be a damn good football team this year, which has obviously not been the case. And I bet on Dallas like the first five, six, seven weeks of the season, and obviously got crushed. And with that, what I'm trying to say is I don't like betting against my team, but there might be some instances where there's a clear edge for the other team, or maybe because we know how the Nuggets have been playing, or if someone's hurt or yada, 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 that maybe Vegas doesn't know nearly as much about the Nuggets as we do. So we're essentially going to take our love and passion for the Nuggets and and try to win some money using it, whether that's betting for them, betting against them, player props, all that good stuff. So I don't want you, like I said, I I want, when I say we grow together, we're going to make some money. We're going to have, hopefully have our pocketbook grow. Uh, as well as we move throughout the season. So I I just think, like, I love betting because I think it allows you to, you know, if you're into it, and I understand that people, you know, they don't like betting and whatnot, but for me, you know, as someone that is always watching the team always interacting with the team you know someone that is just a diehard sports fan it's just kind of like a way to put your sports knowledge to the test you know putting you know the old saying put your money where your mouth is and i don't go crazy man like i'm not out here betting hundreds of dollars thousands of dollars a week or a night no i mean you stick to your unit size and there's a way to be smart and responsible about it and we're going to kind of get into all that too as we you know incorporate the betting theme into this show but yeah you can absolutely expect. Uh, you know some uh, some betting centric coverage here from this podcast, so you can expect podcasts in the morning, um, as I am a morning guy anyway. So I mean it's nine forty five here in the morning, so this podcast will probably be out in about an hour hour and a half. So you know, we want to get it out there for the lunch crowd and then leading up to the evening. And then we're going to keep a running tally. Of course, uh, you know, we'll see how we stack up over the course of the NBA season, see if we can, uh, be profitable and hit over 50%. And like I said, we're going to, we'll probably dedicate an entire podcast to NBA betting and just betting in general and how to be smart about it. Um, but it's one of those things where I don't know if you're not familiar with betting, you probably don't know this, but if you hit right around sixty percent of your bets, sixty percent, that's a D minus average in school. That's that's a percentage above failing. If you hit sixty percent of your sports bets as a prof- you can do it professionally. You can make a living doing it if you stick to your unit size and you you know it's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows, but I mean, 60% it's livable for better or for worse. So, uh, you can make money by hitting just over 50% of your bets. It's not like you've got to hit every single bet. So you're going to have good nights. You're going to have bad nights and uh, we're going to go through it together. And then of course, I mean, I mean, what I don't want to just hang out to all this money. I'm going to be giving it away to you guys. So that's why I wanted you guys to interact with me. Let me know what you guys think. Follow me on social media at media by AP. We'll be doing some giveaways, um, some free signups, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so you could expect that coming your way as well. It's going to be super, super exciting. And I'll, like I said, maybe we'll throw five bucks on a parlay. And, you know, if, if the parlay hits, I'll give all the money away type stuff. So check us out or check me out on social media at media by AP and the podcast at milehighsports.com because you're not going to want to miss this. And then sports cards. If you listen to the first podcast as well, I talked about how I'm going to incorporate sports cards into this show, uh, whether it be just analyzing them, doing some live openings, uh, some trading cards, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I can report that I have a package in route to my casa here in Broomfield, Colorado, uh, with a handful of Denver Nuggets trading cards. I'm not going to say who's in it. Uh, if you've listened to my podcast before, you might know what players I'm kind of into, who I'm not into, uh, all that good stuff. But when I get the package, we'll kind of dive into that more. So more information to come there. Um, but you guys are also going to get hooked up. Any any of our loyal listeners, we're going to hook you guys up with uh, some betting information, some betting money, and um, you know some sports cards, memorabilia, all that good stuff. So that's the administrative stuff, uh, 10 minutes of the administrative stuff out of the way. But, I mean, that's for a reason, because this is like our last, like I was I was sitting here this morning, I'm like, what the hell am I going to talk about? You know, I just had a, I had a really good interview with Jeff yesterday. And, you know, there's the Nuggets are playing their final preseason game uh, tonight against the Portland Trailblazers. And I'm not one for preseason. Like, I know, you know, you're going to want to keep an eye on who Michael Malone starts, who his rotations look like. Obviously, Capazzo, Jermichael Green, some of these new role players, you want to see how they fit in. Uh, Monte Morris, after getting the big deal, you know, obviously, Jamal Murray and whatnot. I think, uh, you know, this is the fine-tuning, and it's obviously not the best situation that you only have a couple of games here to get ready for the season, but you know, they're going to hit the ground running here on Wednesday with that game against the Sacramento Kings. And so, you know, I, I just view this preseason game tonight as a, a final tune-up for the season here. You know, the Portland Trailblazers, no joke, uh, one of the better teams in the Western Conference. And obviously they've been a thorn in the nugget side here in years past, particularly in the playoffs. So, uh, you know, you can't take that lightly at all, but Denver did blow them out the other night. So that's, uh, that's certainly, uh, you know, a good trend. But like I said, I, I don't read into the preseason too much because I think the players, you know, they understand that it's just the preseason as well. You know, they're not going 100%. They're, uh, you know, they're not you know, living or dying based off the results of the preseason game. So I think it's just a great opportunity for the Nuggets to fine tune their roster, fine tune, you know, their skill set, all that good stuff, and, and kind of gear up for what is uh, expected to be, you know, just a super exciting season for this Nuggets team. And I know a lot of people. I don't know, but I I don't know how to describe it because I've seen like sub-Nuggets fans are extremely optimistic. A lot of people are very upset that they lost Jeremy Grant in free agency. And I think maybe the general public is also down on the Nuggets because they lost Jeremy Grant and some of these other players in free agency. And they, you know, they played, they paid big money for Paul Millsap to come back and, you know, no one really knows who Composo is. He's just another Euro. And so I'm kind of split because I was really happy with how Denver finished the season last year. You know, obviously it was unfortunate that they got bounced by the Lakers, but I mean the grit and, you know, determination that they showed in those two series against the Jazz and the Clippers, I mean that that's that's the mark of a good team. That's the mark of a growing team. And you know, on one hand, it stings to lose somebody like Jeremy Grant, you know, someone that they surrendered a first round pick for. And, and, you know, listen, they surrendered a first round pick for Jeremy Grant, but they got to the conference finals with him, you know? So, I mean, it's sucks that you weren't able to retain him, but I don't think it's the end of the world in that sense. Uh, you know, you got plenty of value for that first round pick, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, and there's even been reports I've seen um, that people in Detroit are already fed up with Jeremy Grant. And ugh, it's just, I, I still wonder it, ugh, just such a weird situation I can't believe the Nuggets weren't able to retain him but you know that, that's a, that's a little bit of the disappointing part because it seems like he bodes well with he was able to you know gel with the rest of the team Jamal Murray took a legging to him Nikola Jokic and he was pivotal you know he was absolutely pivotal in that bubble run and to, to lose him you know it's a sour taste and to not necessarily be able to replace him with someone of that caliber to swing and miss on the Drew Holiday trade as well which you know, Milwaukee way overpaid for Drew Holiday, way overpaid. So, you know, you got to tip your, you don't tip your cap to the Nuggets, but, you know, I wouldn't have paid that. So, you know, it is what it is. If you're a Nugget fan, if you're the Nuggets front office, you know, you don't go anywhere near what Milwaukee paid. Um, So it's one of those things where I just, I I don't know, you know, like I said, like losing these players is, you know, you wonder how they're going to bounce back. But then you also factor in that Will Barton's coming back. You know, he didn't play in the entire bubble. Michael Porter Jr., you know, he showed some real signs of growth and progression. I've been big on the bowl-bowl trade. I know he's not going to play because he's a rookie and Malone hates playing playing rookies. But, I mean, I think he could be a real factor. Jamichael Green, you know, he's a tough, tough bench player that can come off in a role-playing type role and inject some life into this team. You know, they have plenty of options, and then obviously Campazzo, you know, he's been uh, the sensation, the Argentinian sensation, uh, you know, that the Nuggets signed here this offseason, and he's uh, a little bit of a diamond in the rough, it appears, because the public, the general NBA public, does not appear to understand just how talented this guy is, whereas uh, Nuggets media, Nuggets nation, Nuggets fans, you know, everybody is pretty high on this kid, especially through the first couple of preseason games and a couple of weeks here, um... You know, I, I've been reading a ton about this kid, and it seems like a lot of people are extremely high on him. And Jeff Morton was telling me the same thing. You know, we have to wonder about his playing time after they just signed Monte Morse to that extension that's going to pay him nine mil a year. Um, he's a little bit of a smaller guard, so he'll lack there on the defensive end, but seems like he's a good character guy for this locker room. So, you know, we'll have to see how that pans out. And, you know, they have looked good in the preseason. And I think the best part about this is as much as I loved Jeremy Grant and as essential as he was, he's not going to be the reason the Nuggets win a championship. He's not going to be the reason the Nuggets get back to the Western Conference Finals. He's a role player, sure. He's going to contribute to that. But at the end of the day, we still need to see that consistent progression from Jamal Murray. We need to see you know him settle into the moment like we saw in the bubble. You know? Because the regular season Jamal Murray and bubble Jamal Murray were like two different people two different types of players, and we need to see Nikola Jokic kind of keep it up, and I've been listening to some other podcasts and, and you know, reading some other work, and it seems like, by all accounts, Jokic is locked the heck in. He's rock, he's locked in and ready to roll. It seems like that bubble mentality is carried over, and, I mean, those are the two big things that you've got to worry about if you're a Nuggets fan. As long as you're two stars, you know, you, you never really question, I mean, Jokic, sometimes you question his, you know, his determination, never with Jamal, but, I mean, if they're both bought in, not just 100%, but, like, 110, 120%, you know that—that's what you really need for the Nuggets. You know, you want those superstars to envision their potential, but also envision the potential of the rest of the roster. And, and it seems like that's what's happening. You know, Murray and Yogic really growing into their own as leaders of this team. So you got to keep an eye on that as well. Um, But, you know, they're going to have to come out firing, man. They're going to get tested right away. You know, that Kings game, you know, they should win that one-handedly. You would think it's a home game as well. And then they're going to get tested right away on Christmas with a rematch against the Clippers. And you best believe that Kawhi is going to come out hunting for the head, you would think. Same with PG (laughs) playoff Paul. Oh, my God. Playoff P. I love that. I'm hyped for that game. You know, I'm hammering the Nuggets on that one. Um, and, And that's my heart speaking. You know, that's my heart speaking. We haven't even looked at the numbers yet, but. Oh, I just hate the Clippers, and I'm so happy we were able to stick it to them last year. Um, but, I mean, like I said, you know, they, they certainly haven't forgotten about it. I mean, shoot, Doc Rivers lost his entire job over how that series played out. So, you know, you think they're going to come out firing, new head coach, all that good stuff. Uh, you know, Kawhi Leonard, you know, I'm not trying to repeat myself, but, I mean, you, you know they're not just going to look – it's not going to just be a normal game for the Los Angeles Clippers, you know, preferred treatment or not for the superstars. You think they're going to come out firing. So, I think that second game of the year – Will be pretty telling about you know how prepared this team is you know to with the quick turnaround shorter offseason you know I just you know we'll see because I do worry about you know will this team lag out of the gate will they drop you know a couple games that maybe they shouldn't um, you know it's one thing to lose close games it's another thing to get blown out so I'm just curious to see if Denver if that'll have an effect on Denver or if they'll uh, come out strong and I think you know especially with these couple home games out of the gate. I think this is fantastic for the Nuggets because we've always talked about, you know, and this is one thing that we didn't have in the bubble was the home court advantage dynamic. And I know that there wouldn't have been any fans that said there's always a home court advantage when you're playing in Colorado due to the elevation, especially in basketball. I've heard stories about how the George Carl led teams and Chauncey Billup when he, when he was here, you know, they would simply just run teams off the court. You know, by by the time these teams would get to half, they would be so gassed from the up-tempo style of basketball that the Nuggets would play, you know, that they really, they would just kind of wave the white flag during the regular season. I think, you know, the Nuggets, if they get back to that and realizing that that they have that natural built-in advantage, playing quick, playing fast, especially here in the early going of the season where, you know, teams are maybe trying to find their footing, you know, maybe they're able to find these teams off guard and get a couple of wins here early on. So keep that in mind, too. It works both ways. Um, but I, I'm just super stoked for the start of this season, guys. I think, uh, you know, I'll be paying attention to the preseason game here a little bit. Not, like I said, not going to put too much stock into it. But seems like these guys are rearing and ready to go. As am I. Can't. I'm. I'm just so stoked to be here right now and uh, getting ready to, you know fully dive deep into the nuggets this season you know i think it might be getting uh, back into the ball arena myself with a little credential here at one point or the other so uh like i said hopefully get you guys some uh, real inside exclusive access but i think we're gonna leave it off there guys like i said it's a friday holiday season uh, i don't want to keep you guys here too long and with the season coming up we've got a lot of we got a lot of content ahead of us you know we're gonna have no shortage of content and talking points moving forward so We'll have to see how it pans out. Obviously, uh, the, let, let, let's kind of just circle back here with uh, the, the keys to the Nuggets this season. Losing Jeremy Grant, tough. They have the tools to replace him in Will Barton, natural growth from guys like MPJ and Bull Bull, signing of players like Jermichael Green. I think that the expectation is Western Conference Finals for the Nuggets. If they don't get back to the Western Conference Finals, I think that this season is certainly going to be a disappointment. Uh, And I think that, you know, there's no excuse at this point. Obviously, if somebody gets, you know, critically hurt and knock on wood, that doesn't happen, you know, then, okay, you know, you got to take it with a grain of salt, right? But you're looking at this Denver Nuggets team on paper Entering the 2020 2021 season, I would say it's Western Conference final at minimum, just looking at this team and the expectation where they set it last year. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how they come out of the gate and. You know, how they just perform with all this pressure on them and also this revamped Western Conference. You know, the West is tough. The Lakers have improved significantly. The Phoenix Suns have added Chris Paul. What's going to happen with James Harden? Obviously, we've seen the Oklahoma City Thunder kind of fall off. You know, the, the Utah Jazz are going to be tough. Uh, the Clippers, as we mentioned, they're going to be tough. So, you know, there, there's a little bit of a shift in the power to a degree in the Western Conference with the Lakers still sitting atop the throne. Uh, but you know the nuggets in prime position they have the talent they have the means to you know put put forth a real solid effort and be one of the top teams in the western conference so We'll have to see how it plays out, but uh, yeah, that's going to do it for me, folks. I want to thank you guys so, so much for listening to this installment of the Denver Nuggets podcast right here on My Live Sports. I am Anilo Piro. If you guys want to follow me on social media, you can do so on Instagram and Twitter, at Media by AP. Would appreciate it, and uh, we'll be talking about the show on my social media as well, so I uh, want to get your opinion on some topics. If you guys have any questions, all that good stuff, be sure to follow me on social media at Media by AP, but thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you guys have a good weekend, and we will, back, we will be Be back next week to talk about the Denver Nuggets and talk some holiday basketball as the 2020-2021 season starts right up. Looking forward to it, guys. We'll talk to you guys then. Have a good one.